Hello and welcome to our podcast. It's Kezia, a 5-1 reflector. I'm experimenting with my human design since 2010. And this is Mila, a 6-2 manifester experimenting since 2012. Enjoy us sharing about our experiment with human design. <laughs> Do you want to get in touch with us? All information is provided in the description. Yeah, so this is what happens for me. I'm like, are we recording now? No, is this... we're recording. Oh, okay. No. So we're live. No, we're... Well, live-ish. We're live. You and me and people listening will hear the post-production version. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. The last episode two, I don't, I don't want to say the last episode, but episode two was really, um, it was really interesting for me because I, <laughs> I was, I was never a, a, a public, some people love attention. Mm-hmm. I never loved attention. Um, I I never sought out attention. It was just there, and it was something that I wanted to avoid more more than anything. Um, and and it just I could never figure it out how to avoid it or why you why get attention. why I got attention when mm. I didn't want it. Mm-hmm. I could never, and I remember in kindergarten mm. being off to one side and I just wanted to play and do my own thing and people got really mad at me and I I just couldn't figure it out. And now when I look back through the lens of human design and knowing what I know about the, the aura, and I know people who come to the system, they have an issue with, with the expression of a repelling aura Hmm. I don't. But maybe that's just me. You because mean the, it's, ter- it, the word? Yes. Se, yeah. The verbiage. Yeah, yeah. But that's also a mental, your own interpretation of it, your own story connected to this word that makes it difficult for you um, to accept it. And if, you know, if that's so difficult, maybe use a different word. It's like a very strong force field that, I don't know, repelling, but it's quite closed. And yeah. so, yeah, it's, you know, you push energy where you go. It's kind of like you have this ball around you that just pushes <laughs> energy around while you walk. So, have you seen those? Have you seen those? Uh, clips that, like there's clips on YouTube and stuff of people who are in this big huge plastic ball <laughs> and they roll down the hill mm. yeah or play <laughs> soccer or something have yeah. you seen that and also the the um, uh, I think they do it for like bachelorette parties and, and mm, yes and where they wear the big huge sumo mm-hmm. suits <laughs> that's sort of what it is <laughs> what I imagine is it's just it's just this huge thing outside of me mm. that I can't control and no one can control their aura mm. no and well, it introduces you way before you even open your mouth yeah so it's just a friend of mine also manifested and she also she didn't like attention she wanted to be invisible 
she's like, I don't like that all eyes, like that people notice me so much. And I was like, ha ha. Mm -hmm. um, that was before human design. I was like, but everywhere you go, people just see you. Yeah. And she was very uncomfortable with that. But I, from the outside, I was like, hey? Yeah. But isn't the energy field asking for it in a way? Because yeah. that's just there. And then me, on the other hand, I'm invisible. Yeah. You know, that's sometimes also very difficult. You know, it's like it's difficult and difficult. Which, <laughs> which to choose, which I cannot, you know, I'm, a, I'm what I am. But then I'm invisible. Everybody else there and I'm... You know, if I would have gone to kindergarten I and it wouldn't have been corked, I would have played alone in a corner and people would have just forgotten that I'm there. Because <laughs> I just which, blend in into the environment. Which, which to me, and this I, I don't mean this in a negative or in a bad way, but that to me sounds like a dream. <laughs> just being able to sit in my corner and do my thing. And my and now, mind loves <laughs> your, just that people see you and it's like, oh my God there is something special not that people don't see that about me but if it's not correct yeah. I'm invisible and for you if it's not correct you're still visible yeah <laughs> so. yeah that's that's a very good very good way of putting it hmm. it's it's uh and I remember when when he's when you talked about your friend I I a memory popped up I had a conversation with I think we were in junior high I think we were like maybe 13 or 14 and I had this long conversation with a friend who I I thought she was pretty I thought she was beautiful she was smart and funny and she was she was one of my my at the time one of my really good friends mm -hmm. and she was really upset that night because she felt invisible mm -hmm. and she thought she said to me she she said I no one talks about me and I was like but you don't know that You don't know what people say when you're not there. And she's like, no one talks about me. No one notices me. No one even knows I'm I'm there. I feel her so much next to manifestor. If it's on, if it's not correct for me, it's like, oh, there's the manifestor X Y whatever the name is. Oh, I think there was another person too, but I don't really remember because. And then I. That's so difficult to be so invisible. But that happens if it's not correct, you know, it's shit. It's just, and, why? And from the other end of the spectrum, for yeah. me, it's so difficult to be invisible. Yeah, very, uncom I could, I could be very uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to be visible, but how? <laughs> Do I hide my house around me? I cannot. It's made of yeah. energy. <laughs> no, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I remember, and I spent the whole evening telling her, you know, I... I see you and I think you're a wonderful friend and I think you're you're amazing and and at the time you were so young and she was the exact opposite to me also physically mm -hmm. so she was super pale and she had this beautiful like ice blue eyes like and she had the Swedish white yeah the typical like, Swedish um, like Daenerys Targaryen mm -hmm. she had those yeah, colors yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. Uh, and And I was like, but how, you know, even if people don't approach you or you don't hear them talking about you, it doesn't mean that they don't, because mm -hmm. who knows what people say about us when we're not there. And she well, was really upset. And I, I felt really bad for her. Yeah, but from the outside, looking at a manifester, you see that people see you. And especially in teenage years, I feel her so strongly because my, I was 
I spent a lot of time with a manifester um, when I was a teenager and I love her dearly. It's not that she did anything wrong. Uh, it, it's not her fault or anything at all, but it's just, it's difficult in teenage years for manifestors, for projectors, for, you know, it's just a, a very sensitive time and it can be very difficult. It doesn't need to be, but for me, it was difficult to be so invisible at times but looking back, that were the times when it wasn't correct for me to join the party or to go to this place or whatever. And sometimes I was just super visible and I was like center of attention or whatever. I was just part of this whole thing that was going on and that felt really good. But, you know, my manifesto friend, she also, she was like always there for me and taking care of me because we had a really strong connection. So that was very special. She was like my the rock, you know, in the storm. So she was just there and making sure that I get home safe and things like that. So I loved that too. It was very special. But at times, I think also when it was not correct for her and she got all the attention, it was very uncomfortable. And then I took in this uncomfort and I felt, and it's just like, <laughs> it's like it turns into dilemma. a dilemma. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. It's um, it's such a profound knowledge to know these mechanics because it frees you so much and it takes away all this or a lot of this, you know, going against yourself and yeah. your process because you want to be like the others. I have a reading for a 15-year-old projector in a few days. Oh. Um, speaking of... Because yeah. I think it's such an amazing tool to have when you're younger. Yeah. Um, it's the first time I do it for such a young person. Either it's the parents and they're at yeah. least like third, like f double her age. Yeah. Or it's people that are around my age. It's yeah. I never did that for such a young person, which I find very fascinating. And I'm tempted and I'm curious what happens, what will happen. But I asked my sister. Because she's a projector and she's 30-something oh. now. So I was like, what would you have needed to hear about, you know, you know now about your design. So what would you as 15-year-old would need it to hear? And she was so basically, I was like, oh, perfect. You know, she's so wise <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> you know, those projectors. Um, she said, just tell her that she doesn't need to compare herself. Yeah. And she's perfect as she is and she's amazing. Bottom line, she, with all other things she said, that was kind of the bottom line because she said, that's what you need to hear in that age um, because you're always looking out to the other side and wanting to be, you know, blonde yeah. and blue-eyed. Like you saw yeah. your friend, she's like, oh my God, that's the that's perfect. She's perfect. Um, but she was looking at you like, oh my God, she gets all the attention. That's perfect. Yeah. I want that too. Yeah. So we're just looking at each other and wanting that yeah but the mind always wants the other right it's always more fascinated to what what it's not your openness basically yeah i mean that's a genetic thing too you know you don't want to have um offsprings with people that are too close to your dna so they need, you know, good thing is if it's a gene pool can mix and it's a lot of different things that combine. Yeah. 
but yeah from a mental decision place it's always tricky yeah no I, I really um they, we have interesting discussions at my house my husband's a projector yeah. and um we talk about that a Hello. lot how we <laughs> how we run into how how the the issues that we have are like the opposites and opposite ends of the spectrum because now with starting to edge closer I'm soon I'm starting to prepare myself to getting off the roof mm. I'm a sixth line so I'm on the roof and I'm I'm solid on the roof I'm comfortable here on the roof now but I'm edging closer I'm getting closer to 50 <clears throat> and getting closer into the world again and Uh, connecting back to episode two, where I had this epiphany of, oh, doing this podcast, it's going to reach people that I've never met. And it's, <laughs> it's probably going to impact people that I've never met. And it felt a bit scary. And it felt a lot scary and very intimidating. But at the same time, I'm a 6'2", so I'm a role model. Yeah. And and it, apparently it's correct for me to do this because... We're doing it. <laughs> We're doing it. And I was like, and, and I started to get, I, I in no way, shape or form do have any kind of following, I'm making air quotes again, on, on social media. But now people are, are finding me and I have no idea who they are. I have no clue who they are. They're <laughs> just, you know, they're, are, all of a sudden they're following you. And I'm like, and I'm starting to feel all this pressure. Like I have to put out these amazing posts and, And we just had an electrical problem here. I don't know if it'll shut down. Are we still, still here? No, we're still good. Um, and I feel this pressure of open head Ajna again. It's like, oh, I have to put out these amazing posts and these. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, I don't. Calm down. No. Calm down. It's the mind telling all yes. these stories. Yes. No. But um, I lost my train of thought when the power went out. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe it'll come back. It's all good. Now it's just, we'll see what happens if we can still go on recording. Right now it works. Yeah. Um, you were talking about that you have new people finding you and it freaks mm. you out a little bit. It freaks me out a little because bit. The because the podcast I've... makes you more visible. Although and, we're and... going, we're going a bit baby steps. Like we're yeah. not doing video. No, <laughs> we're no, not. We're... So No, no, no one needs to see <laughs> no, all this no. going on. But now I remember tying back to what we started oh, talking about no. is is about the visibility, being visible. I never wanted the attention, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, it's correct for me mm -hmm. to do things that, yeah, all the the printer and everything just turned There back on, again. the lights turned back on. Um, all of a sudden, I'm doing things that sort of it, it is an invitation. To attention and it's mm -hmm. super freaky to me because I've never done that mm. and it's good that I have you and that I have my husband who doesn't laugh in my face when I say those things because I've had people laugh to my face when I've said that I'm shy and I don't like attention and people start laughing because they think I'm kidding but look yeah I understand that is just not that's and very like, disrespectful what? because you're coming out of a vulnerable point yeah. trying to share that but also 
for some empathy for those people, they probably come from their pain and their trauma and their mind telling them that I would want her, the attention she gets. So, and it, you know, she must actually, actually, she must like it. And I can, now I can understand yeah. that and have a bit more empathy yeah. for that reaction yeah. and a bit more understanding because I can, I can see now that it might look easy, quote unquote, from the outside. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's just interesting, especially with social media, people starting to DM me and I'm like, who is this person? Why are you in my DMs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's going on? What's happening? And I mean, I've, I've chosen to be on social media. Um, and it's always a way out. You know, if it's not correct, it's yeah. not correct anymore. And then, then that's that chapter. It's a tricky thing to navigate. Is it tricky for you too? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I can, what I just wanted to add to that, I can see, and that's when I, we don't have that many manifestors in our teaching um, because that's a very, you know, they need to come and initiate us. And it's, yeah, we have more reflectors because that's just what we can teach probably good because we have a lot of life experience about that. But I like to say that it's, that I understand that it's, one of the most difficult designs to navigate because it's not an inbuilt strategy. Yeah. It's something you need to learn and you need to practice doing. It's not something natural like, oh, oh, I hear my sacral sounds again. It's like, no, you need to do it yeah. out of, you know, not out of your body, out of a mental place somehow because it's not inbuilt. Um, and because you look so you're like I don't know it's the outside you know it's like like a chocolate ball the outside is quite solid but inside it's very soft you know and sometimes just very shy and silent but the aura screams so I can see it's not that I totally understand it because I just don't have it but I can see watching the process of manifestors that it's such a challenge to to navigate that and everybody is in this mental thing of oh you're the manifester so you're the ones needing to manifest everything here and you know um everybody wants to be a manifester because isn't that amazing you can just do it <laughs> yeah I hear, I hear that I see that a lot now um that manifestors so, can and- manifest anything they want anything and um, we're we're, uh, we're sarcastic just <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah very much sarcastic it it scares me a little bit when when i hear it that is... manifestors can manifest anything they want because yeah mental it goes how do you know mental... what you want yeah and what you need you know yeah. it's also because it's very mental and can be very tricky yeah, but instead of just connecting with your own essence, with your own being, because we all manifest at some point, we just take different routes. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. It's just because you're a manifester doesn't mean I don't manifest because I'm a reflector. It doesn't mean that you as a manifester manifest all the time. Oh, I mean, no, that, that's, you know, I think. We're just, 
oh, we yeah, manifest yeah. we love so we manifestation we said that i think before but and we manifest through words but it's not an expression but not like you're not going around all the time and manifesting here and there and this and that it's just oh now my body has the energy and you manifest it's just very fast yeah. sometimes <laughs> and i'm just not that fast but it's still you know i get stuff done stuff yeah, manifests it, through me you know yeah. the podcast we're doing that together yeah you initiated and i manifested the technical side by it's, using my first line investigating finding out how it goes and there we hallelujah are hallelujah for the first line hallelujah <laughs> and yes, mercury is retrograding so <laughs> Uh, that happened today and it was quite bumpy, but we're here now and that's cool. So that's, I, it's I been know. an, I don't know what, what the process has been like for you. I mean, we're still early in the process of, of this whole podcast thing. We have no idea what's going to happen or where it's going to go. But for me, at least, I found that doing this, because I'm splenic, so I'm super fast. Uh, and you have your moon cycle you have your 28 and a half days <laughs> that you have to wait mm. and i just found it super soothing um that i'm so slow <laughs> yeah okay really yeah because it, it it took all the pressure off of me to mm -hmm. getting things done mm -hmm. to manifest and to initiate all the time mm -hmm. and it was this is the first project well apart from the family thing the kids and all of that <laughs> But this is the first work project, if I word it that way. This is the first word project that I've done with someone who is correct in 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 their experiment mm -hmm. and following your author inner authority. And it's been super nice. Mm. It's, isn't that interesting to and, yeah. do it that way? <laughs> It's, it, and and the the thing is, I mean, the how I know it's been correct. Well, it's correct because I started it, but the fact that my mind hasn't had, you know, hasn't clawed its way in and been like, oh, why why aren't you doing things? Why aren't you making sure? Why aren't you calling Kitsia and, and asking, mm -hmm. you know, what's going on? When are we <laughs> going to do this? It just it just hasn't been there. Mm -mm. Like we've chatted a little bit and been like, oh, maybe we should record or maybe we should get this done. And then it's like two and a half months later, it's like, oh, maybe we should chat again. Yeah. I mean, just uh, <laughs> as a side note, it took around a year. Yeah. For the first episode to be manifested, but it happened and it's yeah. here and we're episode three now. So cool. And, and it's funny because I talked to uh, a friend of mine. She's a manifesting generator and... and And she just, I don't know what her partner is, what their design is, but she described a completely different workflow, which worked for mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. And I just find it fascinating that. And if you would work with a projector or manifesting generator or a different manifester or whatever, yeah, the workflow would probably also be different because it's different dynamics. Yeah. But I yeah. found it very, um, you know, we had some bump stuff was you know, on the way because like we didn't understand here and I didn't understand that and we didn't know how to do and then we had this talk and that talk, but it led us quite smoothly yeah. to this now. And yeah. it was, even though sometimes it was challenging, 
it still was not draining maybe. yeah yeah that's i think that that's a that's a good way of putting it i never mm. or or for me and this might sound weird but i i never felt pressured into getting things done no no i was just happy with my fifth gate you know i have the i'm a 51 and i have the fifth gate i think yeah five times so I, you know, gate of waiting. I was just happy and waiting yeah. and waiting. And oh, there, then came some initiation and I was like, awesome. And then I got some stuff done all of a sudden yeah. because life came from the outside to me and initiated me and it was correct. So all of a sudden there was energy and I could get stuff, you know, could get it done. Um, and I thought that was very, very nice. To just you know, go with the flow. Yeah, it felt really, and and for someone listening, it might sound crazy that it took us a year. And or for someone else, it might sound like, oh, that sounds really nice. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's another thing that I'm struggling with, is I'm um I I find it very hard to understand and believe that someone could actually. Um, benefit from my experience mm. i like i understand it on an intellectual level but it, it's just i don't really see why someone would be interested in in what i'm doing and why i'm doing it and how i'm doing it mm. yeah i sometimes think that too but then again i'm like okay i'm apparently doing that if nobody listens fine yeah have a nice chat yeah you know <laughs> it's business quote yeah so i can make space for that officially <laughs> <laughs> the air quotes are heavy people <laughs> yeah. you know at some point maybe video would be helpful maybe so oh i need to yeah that's it's it. all good Big oh yeah for me you had a question with social media and the pressure Oh yeah, tying that back to the yeah, a few minutes ago yeah, was the question targeted towards me if I feel the pressure with social yes. media? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was so that next... a stupid question? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, you just—it is designed to f- freak you out sometimes. Like social media is designed that it sucks you in. Yeah, and it's a mental thing often. Like you compare i opened instagram and i had a very interesting experience yesterday um but just to finish that sentence and then i will tie in this experience like you open instagram and if you're in a weird mood or something you will definitely see something that will pull you even more down and can make you feel really shit at least that's my experience So what I learned about social media for myself, and I'm still learning and I'm not always succeeding, but I'm getting better and better to just strunta that, you know, what is that? What would you say? Like, let it go. Don't let let it it go. Just forget about the pressure. I mean, it's there, but don't act out of it because I will never be able to keep up with the manifesting generator, the amount people (laughs) post. Uh, or develop or whatever I just cannot 
even comparing, quoting here my air quotes again, <laughs> myself with a different reflector yeah. is difficult because this person might not have a child, might yeah. not have this and that, might not have a thyroid issue that makes me slow sometimes, even slower, yes. And just because I'm a reflector doesn't mean I'm slow, but at times I am slow and my body just needs to rest a lot. So I need to really dive into my inconsistency yeah. and do it when I, when it sparks joy, you know, is that Marie Kondo's quote, but you know, if I feel like, if I feel inspired and my, my body resonates then with a post or with an idea that I want to talk about, write about, make a video about whatever, then it goes usually really fast to get it done, to manifest it basically. But I need to follow the form principle. I need to follow my body's intuition and my body's knowing and my body's telling, yeah, now I can do something and I can do it. And then when I try to do it because you need a regular schedule, you need to post <laughs> this and, you know, yeah. no, oh no, I tried it. It really doesn't work. And it also doesn't, reach anybody really because the energy that comes with those posts are stress and uncomfort yeah. and yeah. Uh, the need to follow something that mentally somebody told you is supposed to be the way to do it that you can build your business and I'm like okay yeah. try that didn't work and all I do is and then <laughs> yeah the open root goes ha, 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 and the sacred goes ha, ha, and then we're like just one more just one more I don't know when enough is enough I just go on it's fine it's fine it's fine 500 posts yes 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 um and then my I forget myself and I forget my yeah. life around and my family suffers and I suffer and my relationship suffers so no it's it's not worth it and I want to you know be at this point where people you know it's also this hyper availability a dear person in my life Ellie Seiler said that hyper availability negates impact especially yeah. for a five one I need to really be wise about when I engage and when I don't because you know projection fields in the fifth line it's it's very strong so just being there all the a time sixth line here who says you're okay okay Okay. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> but you have a second line too, you know. You 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 have this projection too. <laughs> but it's really something to just be aware of that and I that's something that just resonates with me being there when it's correct for me and that people kind of then they're happy to read about me or to see something from me instead of me being available all the time takes away a lot of the interest you know it's just it numbs you to what what the other person has to share um and i'll finish this with my experience yesterday that i always also for myself need to very much be aware of when i take in social media not only when i get it out but when i take it in and needs to come from a point of strong trust power you know if i'm in a weak point if i feel shit i'm hungry i actually need to rest i need to actually take care i need to move there's something that is not all balanced and then i engage or check social media i will definitely as i said before find something 
that will make my life mentally more challenging because Mila does something better than me, you know? <laughs> Mila's going for a walk. Great. <laughs> she has chicken. I don't, you know? <laughs> she made a post. Don't I didn't. Chickens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like your chicken. They're so cool. But just to have yeah. this also wise about when I take something in, because when I do it from a guided place, my body tells me, oh, now it's good. I usually find something that really inspires me or really makes me able to contemplate something or whatever. I find an information and something just good happens. Or I do it out of habit, yeah. stress, whatever. It's usually a shit show. Yeah. So that was my rant. No, it was really interesting. It was really interesting to hear your perspective because I, I mean, social media scares the crap out of me it's my kryptonite i me and tech do not mix um if you've had any interactions with me whatsoever you are well aware of that <laughs> so tech and social media is like ugh. i mean i have a facebook account i, I think, think <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i think and i remember when facebook when it got big and i kept getting these links from from an acquaintance of mine and she We're kept sending people yes yes we i'm use... dating myself yes. <laughs> we use facebook yes. facebook is yeah. um we're not old but we're you know i'm getting there <laughs> facebook was a thing when we were younger okay yeah. just exactly that was the <laughs> facebook was the tiktok of our generation <laughs> you should okay we definitely need to do video because <laughs> you really made a good point there no but it's and it's just it, it you you hear all this all the time that you shouldn't compare yourself to what other people put out on social media and even i who have even i no but even with the defined ego I get super stressed sometimes and I really feel the pressure. And the funny thing is if I leave it for a couple of days, if I, if I'm not there, if I'm, if I don't do anything, then all of a sudden I come back and I have a lot more, not a lot more, but I have more followers than I did. Mm. And I'm like, how did that ha I didn't even do anything. I just left it there. I didn't do well, any updates on, I, I've never done a reel. You know, I've never done a reel. <laughs> Now we're and, going to Instagram. <laughs> and 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 it's I it just fascinates me how it's like it's a beast of its own. Mm. And it's designed to make you to envy other people's life because it's this I mean Facebook started by wanting to know more about your wasn't it like colleagues, college something college friends I think. College, college friends. So it's like this this inbuilt most people have that this inbuilt curiosity, you know, when you go by a window at night that you want to look in and check what the person's furniture and light looks like because we're just mm, sometimes was, unhealthy curious, <clears throat> you know, when it comes to stuff like that yes. because we just, we forget real life and instead we compare ourselves by social media images of people because that's what you put out, an image of yourself. 
you know, most people or not most, but a lot of people, you know, you look at the behind the scenes, that's not their life. That's not how it is. There's so much fake out there. Um, so I stopped to follow certain accounts because I could, it's like, if it's not authentic, I don't want to take that in and look at it. And my mind goes like, oh my God, look at her life. She's at the beach now. Oh my God, what am I doing here? <laughs> and whatever, you know, she's having friends and a party. And, <laughs> and I don't have um, any friends and I never go to parties. You know. Again, we're old. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, for me, it's true. I don't have any friends and I don't go to parties. Well, I have friends. That's not what I meant. But it's party friends. It, yeah. No, it's and that I, I think that sort of clicked pretty early, way before I started my experiment, that I was I tried to be social mm -hmm. and socialize as a generator um, because that's, you know, that's Sorry. my conditioning mm -hmm. to be a social butterfly mm -hmm. because I'm really not built that way. So, of course, that's what I, my mind wanted me to be and wanted me to do. So I kept doing that. But I also kept having these, I, I call them bouts. I don't know if that's the correct word, but I kept having bouts of days where I would spike a fever, like a really high fever. Mm -hmm. And I would stay in my apartment for like two or three days. And I wouldn't go out. I wouldn't see anyone. I wouldn't, you know, talk to anyone either. And I'd be really, I'd be really at peace just mm. in my tiny apartment, just doing my own thing. Left alone. To music. Yeah, left mm -hmm. alone. And then I, I, I remember this feeling so clearly when I had to walk out of and, and into the world. And I'd be like, it, it just, it, it felt really uncomfortable being out around people and and I knew that I had to be out around people because I had to go to work and and all that stuff and and I was like I wonder if there's something wrong with me hmm. that I don't that I can't be around people and I can't socialize why am without... I not like 70% of the population yeah exactly yeah. without having these episodes or bouts of, of having to to be on my own mm -hmm. No one else seems to be having that issue. <laughs> I didn't I know you back then. <laughs> no, but we could have supported each other. Yeah. I had that too. For me, it was like, how can, why can I not keep up with other yeah. people's energy? Oof. Why can I not spend as much time as others together? Yeah. Why do I always have to say, and already in teenage years, I had to say no very often. I started to have migraine when I was around 15. Yeah. So, but I think my body just tried to protect me. Yeah, and taking probably. in too much energy because from a mental plane in teenage years you want to be a, at least I did sorry I cannot generalize that but I wanted to be I don't want I didn't want to miss out yeah but still I had to say no because my body would just say you know what if you're not doing it I'm doing it here you go Yeah. Now you have to stay home. So yeah. If it, coming from the other end of the of the perspective, I mean, same issue. Why can't I be around people? Why can't mm -hmm. I have the same output? Why can't I keep up with all these people? Yeah. And in my teenage years, I remember, um, I could I couldn't say no. Because I just kept on going because I have no sacral. I you know I don't know when enough is enough. 
you have and a I remember bit of I got motor. yeah I remember I got grounded by my dad um, for let's call it an incident <laughs> uh, uh-huh. yeah alcohol was involved um, and I remember I got grounded by my dad well my mom wasn't too thrilled either but I got grounded by my dad and I was so relieved I was mm-hmm. so relieved because mm-hmm. I could here comes the air quotes again I could blame my dad and say no I can't go out yeah, I can't yeah, yeah, yeah. you know come hang with you guys because I'm grounded and it was so nice <laughs> yeah to have that to have so that you're not uncool you're just like yeah 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 you were so bad so you got grounded well that's okay then whereas mm-hmm. I I tried to say no and this is also I mean conditioning I never said no yeah yeah um, and and so I was con- constantly over at a friend's house and, and all the time when I really didn't want to I just wanted to sit in my room and read books because I was super boring well super boring I mean for a teenage girl I was I just really liked like no... to read <laughs> yeah don't judge it it's awesome <laughs> so yeah, yeah with I mean, now looking back as an adult, I was like, well, you know, if my kids grow up and they're fully content with, you know, sitting in the room reading, they're also generators. And if I ask them a yes, no question and they respond to being at home reading a book, I'll be fine with it, you know? Why not? But I remember my parents being worried because I was, I was too comfortable being home alone but then on the other hand you were going out too much so you got yeah. grounded <laughs> and I remember speaking of that my mom I mean she's such a wise woman shout out to her she saw that I needed to be treated differently than other children maybe you know that I had less energy that I needed to retreat so sometimes she would ask me do you really want to go if not I can be the bad cop. Just tell them you're not allowed. And that's really nice. Mm-hmm. So she said, it's okay. I don't mind if they find me uncool. I'm the mom. I'm uncool sometimes. It's just how moms sometimes have to be. But then you're not the uncool one. Yeah. Then you're just not allowed. So you can tell them if you want that you're not allowed, yeah. if you need to stay yeah. home. And I felt like oh, the same, like, oh my God. <sighs> my reputation, you know. <laughs> Yeah. wasn't in danger yeah. <laughs> and I could still be alone yeah yeah so I know this feeling of oh I'm not allowed <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe I mean, all sacral beings out there will go a lot will go hey yeah <laughs> and it's and again it's not for, for, for those of you who are listening it's not it's we're not talking about this or at least i'm not talking i can't speak for kids yet but i'm not talking about this from a perspective of good versus bad no not at all it's just a pr- from a perspective from a perspective of different exactly because we need different things but the generators wouldn't understand why i had to say no yeah and i looked at them and was like i would love love yeah. love love to be able to exchange so much energy as they do 
because they have all the fun they have all the experiences together then I go to the group again and they talk this insider talk that they experienced this and that and I'm like yeah that probably was funny (laughs) haha I don't know what happened because I wasn't there (laughs) and so from my perspective it was also and this goes for for you know from an early age I could see a group of kids hanging out like in the sandbox or on the playground or whatever and Mm -hmm. they'd be all at ease Mm-hmm. And they, you know, just be playing and and doing whatever, and then I show up, the and big everyone starting, going yeah. back to the the big ball, yeah. <laughs> and everyone gets really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know why, and I couldn't explain it, yeah. and they didn't know why, and they couldn't explain it either. What happened? The mechanics. I would love to talk to a child that was, that is older now. And was raised according to her or his or non-binary design. Um, Manifesto, for example, like, did it actually support you to have the ease around from people by informing? Like, for example, if you would have went to this playground and said, instead of, you know, just stepping into the aura of the children playing in the sand, just, hey, I'm Mila, I'm coming now. Mm -hmm. I want to sit here and play a little bit with sand. Probably, I mean, we cannot go back, but I just imagine that probably must have been, that would have made it way easier. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the, the fear of, of rejection is is a strong one. Mm. I think for every type, it just takes different sh- shapes and forms. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely, yes. Mm. But again, I mean, I, I love my parents, but they didn't know of course how they didn't know so they just saw and not to toot my own horn here but i was a i was a pretty cute child mm, you're still uh, cute <laughs> i'm not a child anymore anyway no but uh, you're so, so cute <laughs> i'm just so cute, so cute. cute yeah. <laughs> no but I, I was a cute child and and people would see me and they would feel this aura and they could never connect the fact that I was shy Mm -hmm. so it was this weird push and pull from the beginning Mm -hmm. because when I was around my people I was comfortable with I was super comfortable and I remember having this conversation at my uh I don't know if I want to call it bachelorette bachelorette party but and and there was maybe a handful of people there We were, there were not, I think there were four girls. Anyway, um, and the topic came up and I was like, I don't like people and I'm shy. And one of the girls, and I've known her since I was like 18 or 19. We started working together and she was quiet for a long while. And she looked at me and she said, but how, how do you not like people? I mean, you like, we're here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she pointed to all the girls around the table and I was like, yes, because I like you. Mm. And and it, it, I think, I don't know, maybe, the, and this is purely my experience, of course, but it's, it, it, from an outside perspective, I can now understand that watching me around people who I'm, whom I'm, I'm comfortable with mm-hmm. and how I act it's easy for the mind to assume that that's how I am with everyone. 
You mean from the outside, as the people yeah. around you looking at you and thinking, yeah. oh, that's just her nat natural. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, and then they approach me, and it just all goes to shit because they approach me. Yeah. I um, <laughs> I've seen you in situations like that, <laughs> uh, and I I felt the uncomfort, and then again this this thin eyes of not jumping in somebody's face but politely saying could you please fudge off <laughs> you know <laughs> just leave me alone yeah I don't and talk it, to me <laughs> and it, it, I, and i feel bad in a way because From where I am today, I think a lot of those situations, I don't know what's going to happen when the world starts opening up and I have to socialize again. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. But I feel bad for, for the people who have done that to me in the past and I've told them to, you know, go take a hike. Because... Approaching you. Yes, because mm -hmm. chances are if they just waited and let me approach them, which that that's um but there we have it again yeah waiting is yeah. so difficult for so 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 many people and i think they, for, for everyone right oh, i just don't <laughs> want to generalize it <laughs> but again but, you know also for me sometimes Because, you know, I'm not trying to say because I'm so good, <laughs> you know. No, but because I know your mechanic and I know my mechanic and I know the beauty of our aura, yeah. which I don't want to disturb by initiating, it's still sometimes difficult to wait and wait until you, you know, I have a, let's, we both have a thing for skincare we're nerds about that we love that it's just something we share and that's kind of how we started to really connect oh my god you oh. so i have a skincare related question but i cannot just approach you yeah you know especially in the beginning i was like how does that work what do yeah. i do so i just breathe i need to wait and wait and wait and usually you probably sensed something or it was some I, I don't know neutrinos whatever but you very not long after oh my god sorry <clears throat> the question you would approach me and then I was like yes now I can ask my question because yeah. now I didn't initiate it so if you just wait just as a tip people souls listening it will happen Things happen, and if you wait, the correct things can happen. Because if I would approach you with the question, you probably would be annoyed, um, and the question would haven't been answered to my liking, <laughs> or probably. something. I don't know. <laughs> you would have gone, you know, just jeopardized the relationship we were building. So, yeah, yeah you were the first person. Um, after after my husband who treated me as a manifester and that was that will forever be special mm. Mm, thank you. Uh, because it, it it and it, I know it, it when when I started the experiment it 
yeah, again, circling back to the uh, um, start strategy being grafted on. Mm-hmm. It took mm-hmm. me years before that fully clicked, before I could feel it, like, mm-hmm. in my being. Um, and it feels, I don't know, because I don't have that, but it must, how is it? It feels, must feel unnatural. Ugh. Must be it's, so weird. It, or I don't know how. It's awkward. It's it fe- <laughs> you feel awkward. You feel stupid. It feels redundant. It it, it feels annoying. Unnatural. You get pissed off. Yeah, unnatural. And it it just uh, what I constantly felt as if I was saying I'm I'm exiting stage left now. <laughs> That's, Scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am leaving the room. It, mm. it constant like for the first for the first years, mm. it felt like that. Imagine and, you would have been taught that teeny tiny Nilla yeah. and just have, you know, practiced that all your childhood that as an adult, you're not faced with that. I think, I mean, I, th- I think I, I have a, a little manifester. He's going to come in and stay with us for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a relative and I've not been around him that much. He lives in another country. But it's just funny, like the few interactions that we've had. You and him. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. connection is is clearly there. I'm not a kid's person. Like kids don't fall over themselves and love me like they do with some people. You know how some people are, kids just go crazy and fall in love with them at first sight. Mm-hmm. I'm not like that. Um, but with him, it, it's it's so clear that there's a connection on a level that he he doesn't he can't explain and i i mean i i know what's happening it's the mechanics it's mm. it's the fact that the auras there's no resistance between our auras but he just feels but he i can he fell so, as, mm. he fell asleep on me <clears throat> as a baby mm-hmm. and his parents were really surprised and I was like, they're not into human design. And I was like, well, you know, I don't find it weird that he fell asleep on me. He feels, it's comfortable. His There's own no, kind. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other and, and the other night, um, grandma put our oldest uh, kid to bed. And with me, if me and, or her dad puts her to bed, it's always a lot of, a lot of reading and pro- probably a lot of fighting. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of you know by the end either one is crying you know one of you is crying <laughs> there's a lot of conflict but uh, it's she, the manifesting generator yes child and then the manifesting grandma. yes manifesting, manifesting generator gen- grandma. yeah right, right right and i kid you not it took she brushed her teeth took a shower um went to fell asleep in less than 20 minutes wow that's usually at least 45 for us cool so grandma here's a job offer (laughs) so so the 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 point i'm trying to make is is the aura and the mechanics yeah it's it's just so beautiful and easy it's just beautiful to see Mm -hmm. when when it just you know when there's no friction when there's no yeah i mean there's nothing in the way Seeing our son exchanging energy with a sacral motor and that is defined 
compared to exchanging it with us. He does it and we know how it is. You know, you have two sacral children and you both also have open sacral. They do exchange, but it's just, I don't know. I think he can exchange. How does it feel? It feels different when I, I, fe I feel his frequency when he's exchanging with a sacral that is defined. Maybe he runs, he, he empties his energy faster or something. I don't know. I, I just remember we had our youngest, oh, no, our oldest girl. We uh, went to have dinner with my father-in-law. He's a reflector. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there was a reflector, my father-in-law, a projector, my husband, and myself, a manifester, mm -hmm. and our oldest daughter. And at the time, I think she was maybe maybe two and a half, three. Mm -hmm. And she's always been like, she's always been a very, very cautious, very calm child. She's a five one. <laughs> and she, and she's always been, been very cautious. She's, she's not been rambunctious or anything. And while we're there having dinner, all of a sudden she just starts running around and, mm -hmm. and, and making, and being all rambunctious. And, and we were watching her and we're like, what is going on? Mm. And I and I looked at the adults in the room and I was like, what? She's the only sacral here. So she's got to make something happen because there's no energy Keeping here. Keeping the energy up here. <laughs> yeah. So she was creating doing like her, life, creating life, creating so life. Her, her little body, she was running around and making all the noises, yeah, which yeah. was very uncharacteristic for her. Mm -hmm. But it was so, it was just so interesting to watch. It's like, oh, mm. oh, maybe that's what she's doing. Yeah. This sacral. Yeah, it's it's um it's powerful. Thankful for all the sacral beings on this planet keeping oh. us alive. Thank you. I love generators. Love them. There's um doing what they do when they love what they do. Such a it's such gravy. a sweet feeling. Such a gravy feeling. It's just yeah. so mm, full. Yeah. It's just this whole bouquet of tastes and experience and energy. And it's just so, it's surrounded. And I, it's just, ah. Yeah, the satisfaction mm. is, is, is just. Love it. It's like, yeah, I can't even explain. I don't have any words for it. It's just, it's just amazing. It feels so good. So amazing. I have to go be a mom now. And I think I should also do that. <laughs> <laughs> a very abrupt, splenic um, send-off. Yeah, but that's um, what people get when they're listening. Someone Us. woke up from, from their nap and Perfect. I have to go be a mom. And we said 14.30, which is now. Yeah, so. yeah. Thank you for Perfect today. Timing. Love you. Love you. Thanks for listening. And until next time, yeah. I'm out. I'm signing off now. Bye. Bye.